Welcome to another episode of the Bench Time Podcast, presented by HO Scale Customs. Now buckle up, you fine scale freaks. <clears throat> All right, and welcome to episode 22 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley from HO Scale Customs. We want to give a quick uh, little shout out to our patrons. You guys keep our lights on. You keep the podcast and our website running. We want to be able to do way more cool stuff. So our next goal is to be able to up our patron level, get a little bit more to help us out with getting a little, um, some more supplies, doing some more how-tos, uh, and, and just kind of boosting our content in general. We've been putting out a bunch lately, and we want to just we want to keep bumping it up a little more and a little more. So again, thanks to our patrons. If you want to become a patron, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash HO scale customs and help us out, help us make the show a little better. Um, with that, we're going to jump into this week's episode. So here we go. Hey, back on that Patreon. Uh, it's uh, Patreon. I always say Patreon, whatever. Yeah, we, we know you're just old and you don't <laughs> understand internet things. Well, there's some really cool stuff on there that, you know, for prizes and stuff or, you know, for gifts for doing it. Uh, I wouldn't call them prizes, but. You know, there's some pretty cool stuff on there if you, you know, hit certain levels. So um, definitely check it out. Some of these people, all, some of our listeners already um, have received some gifts, of course, uh, from from contests or some people have gone to our our page and actually uh, looked in the store. And you'll see what the T-shirts and, and the coffee mugs look like. And uh, there's been some of that sold already. And we've had some of the listeners and our people on our um, Facebook page and such have actually sent photos in that you might be able to find some of them, of, uh, them with shots of the coffee mug on their workbench, uh, on their layout or the, you know, the t-shirt. So you know, definitely go check it out for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cool prizes. You can get some cool stuff. Yeah. I usually don't talk uh, about it much, but you know, no, it's okay. We got yeah. t-shirts. We got, uh, mugs we got uh feature spotlights for modelers which we have right. to do one for i know one or two of our patrons um but you'll be getting yours on here soon yeah. so uh yeah a lot of good stuff and i think um that, you know some really higher level things that are really cool kind of custom from us so and look you don't you don't have to you can watch it you can listen to us all the time for free Okay, and that's and that's great. We won't have no bones about it if you don't do it. No. I'm just saying. No. If you have, if you know, if you hey, really enjoy I'm it, I'm just happy. You want to? I'm just happy that one person listens to our damn podcast. That let alone. Yeah, it's so fun. Let alone a few hundred. Exactly, it's a lot of fun, and uh, oh my god, this stuff tastes awful. What is it? It's some. It, I won't give the name of the company, but it's uh, a blueberry ale. It's my wife's. And I ran out of beer. And it's this blueberry ale taste. It's just, it's, it's, it's going to take some getting used to. I don't know if I'll finish this bottle. Yeah, that I'd rather just not. Yeah, I'd rather it might just be going through the water bottle. Yeah, so, it might be water. Cool, cool. So, um, just you drink your blueberry uh, fruity drinks and uh, we'll move on. Um, what desperate times call for desperate measures. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. We are going to jump right into it here. Uh, I wanted to kind of give a shout out to Dave Criswick. He's a, he's one of our patrons, and he had mm-hmm. he had been re-listening to some of our old episodes. So he actually was going back and listening to some of our older ones, which hopefully they've been improving. Uh, we've been doing a, a lot to try to be better at our podcast and make some better 
better uh, quality audio page and my youngest mm-hmm. daughter because I did one for my oldest daughter and uh, he came up with the idea of doing the credit to that I th- I think that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make a tiny I'm gonna make a, a small little shop and a little cool it'll be a little candy store or like a five like a five cent candy store kind of thing cool well that's my granddaughter and she's sweet so that'll be perfect there you go but um you know Dave's a yeah, Dave's a great contributor to our Facebook page. Um, he puts a lot of photos up of some of his modeling, and he, uh, he's a, he's a, you know, and I he's always mm-hmm. updating us on his work. Yeah, and it's 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 great work. He's a good modeler. He's a great modeler. And he has uh, a Facebook but, page called uh, Dave's Workbench. Yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely go check that out, people. Look it up, and uh, it's it's good stuff. Um, maybe we'll ask Dave if we can put a link up to it uh, on our page in some way. But um, it, but you know this he is a listener and or 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 he goes to our site or he checks us out on Facebook and you know this is we encourage all of you out there to do as to do as he's doing we're gonna we're gonna share it here on our show we're gonna we want to see your work we want to hear from you our our thing is our whole thing is having a good time and giving you guys information sharing it. I want to share this hobby. You know, all of us need to contribute, yep. and um, we'd love to hear from you. Hopefully, Dave's work, if you see it on there, and his comments and such, uh, will encourage all the rest of you to jump up there, get on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and, and contribute. So, I am with you on that. So, cool. That's I want. I just wanted to give that, you know, get that out of the way really quick with uh, Dave. I have something to get out of the way first, too. Go for it. Well, last podcast, we had Jason on, and I listened back on it, and for whatever reason, when I'm done talking, it it made this sound or something like that. It was annoying to me, and I hope it, I hope it, I'm, I'm staying, I'm back a little bit from this microphone. I'm, I, I apologize for that. I don't know what kind of sound that was. Every time I finished a sentence, it came out as like I was breathing heavy. I'm not a heavy breather, people. I'm just letting you know. I don't know why. I don't know why that was like that, and it annoyed me. These are the types of things that we're talking about. We need to work on uh, with our audio, and and uh, what we're you know we'll try and improve and get better, but we're you know we're doing the best we can with it. Right. So. Cool. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Awesome. So uh, this week, I I started making my own uh, toying around with making my own like stains. Um. And I know a lot of people use just plain old India ink. And most people, I think, from what I've seen, just use black India ink. And uh, I was poking around on Amazon and I realized, I mean, I knew they had made different color inks, but I never thought about making ink washes and, and different stains with different color inks. So, um, yeah, I've only ever used India ink. Right. And so black, I, I mean, I, um, I bought the Higgins sepia calligraphy ink uh it's a two and a half ounce bottle i got it on amazon it was like it was like five bucks i think um so i picked up i picked up a little it's a pretty good sized jar of it actually got that i went to target and they're not a sponsor of the show i went to target and i got a uh a bottle of 91 percent isopropyl alcohol you know to make some more ink wash because because my other bottles i just mixed so this is how much India ink I use and ink wash I use. I would just buy the isopropyl alcohol uh, in the big bottle and then 
drop the ink right into the bottle and mix it that way because yeah. I, then I can just squirt it into my smaller containers and I have a big bottle of black India ink wash. Right. But, I got I got one of those too. So And it's a messy, nasty looking bottle, but it's still about half full. <laughs> I've used about half of it this year already. And uh, um, anyways, so I got, a, I got two new bottles of isopropyl alcohol just to start um, making, testing out my own washes. So mm-hmm. what I did was I went over to Target, got some containers. I got... Uh, a new set of pastel chalks from Michaels, uh, not a sponsor of the show. And I, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm just saying that to be funny, be a smart ass, but, um, <laughs> but if Michaels or target want to throw us, you know, some sponsorships, Hey, Hey, we'll, uh, we're all for it. But, uh, anyways, you mean AC Moore or Hobby Lobby, any of them, you name them. Mm-hmm. They can all be, they can all be on the show. But, Wait. uh, anyways, so, uh, picked up some containers, ink, ink, and ink wash, and some pastel chalks, and um, I started just toying around with making different ink washes and, and different stains. And I made a brown stain. It's kind of a it's a dark brown stain, but uh, I I first I was just using the ink and the the brown ink, the sepia ink, and the uh, alcohol, and just trying to figure out the color that I liked, and then I realized. What if I ground down some brown chalk from my pastel kit that I got and mix that up, fine dust up into the ink and the alcohol, you know, mixture? Uh, and wow, that that changed the whole um, that changed the whole wash. It just came out incredible looking. You saw it. Yeah, it looks it, great. I actually did a test piece on that uh, that wall that I painted to do mm-hmm. to to show people how I made my own stencil signs. Right. Uh, so I had that wall that said Tony's and I mm-hmm. just did the ink wash or the stain or whatever on top of that wall. And holy cow, that ended up just looking awesome. I'm telling you, I, I saw the stain on it. It looked really, really cool. I what's, mean, what's cool it ha- about it is it, na- it looked natural. Right. Well, and what, what's cool about it is the ink wash sometimes is just a, if you don't, I don't know. It tends to just be like one color across the thing mm-hmm. unless you intentionally leave like drips or areas where you go a little heavy and then areas where you don't or you let right. it run down the wall in certain spots. But what right. was cool what was cool was once I added the chalk, well now yeah. there's now there's like chalk particles in the alcohol when you you got to shake it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh now there's chalk chalk particles in it so when you're brushing it on You'll mm-hmm. get sections that are really dark, or you'll get sections with a whole different color because that chalk, that little grain of chalk, ends up, you know, smearing around on top of the, on top sure. of that medium, and it looks, it adds a lot of different color to the, it adds more color than just a regular wash. Oh, that's cool. But no, it turned out sweet. So I am gonna start just messing around with more different, more different. So what colors. you did. Would you take the India? Well, not the India ink, but the well, it is. It is. It's the uh, sepia. It's, it's calligraphy ink. ink. Calligraphy ink, and you mix it into your ice purple alcohol directly into a bottle, or you put it in a jar. I put it in a jar. Okay, you put it in a jar, and then you put the the ground up chalk of yep. what color again? I just use brown. A brown. Okay, and then and you mixed it through, and then you had to like you said you shook it up real good, and. Yeah, every so, time I use it, I have to give it a shake. Right, right. Well, that makes sense because you're going to get those particles moving around in there, and then it, it spread. It's just like anything else. Like if these, 
Right. If you have a, a bottle of acrylic paint, you you, you definitely you know it's going to separate at some point. Totally. On the water that's in it, and you know, so you have to actually. Shake it up and- someone contacted us from the show about, yeah. and this is a complete sidetrack for a second. <laughs> someone had said that they went and they bought Daisy BBs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I know all about that. I want to try that with my acrylic paints and get some mm-hmm. BBs and drop them down in the paint bottles because that is like the best idea that I think I've heard for paint bottles. It, yeah, for it becomes, mixing it up. Then it be, it's almost like a spray paint can for mixing them up. Right. I'm going to try it. So what, you put BBs in all your little bottles? Yeah, but you buy a box of BBs, there's like a thousand of them in there. That's true, yeah. Anyways. And those, and those bottles are only little two-ounce bottles. It's not like they're going to... You know, you're going to fill them up with a lot of BBs. No, you just drop a BB in. And it's acrylic paint, so you can wash that crap up. And uh, when it's all empty, you can dump them out, wash them up, and reuse the BBs. Totally. Oh, that's pretty cool. Anyways, we sidetracked there. So so now you mix this stuff in there, and then you apply it with your brush. And what it's doing is it's moving those granular powdery pieces, right. which are pigments, around giving- on... It gives you different tones in different areas of your wood. Yes, and it's giving it a base coat of an even brown, or right. whatever, or From whatever color, or whatever color ink you use. Right, mine's, mine's a sepia ink. But, That's a uh, cool idea. So it gives you that base, just like a black India ink wash. It would give you that base color of black or brown, or they make grays and they make they make a whole different type, tons of colors of ink. So, so, so um, for just a, how much is a bottle of ink going to cost you? I saw on Amazon. I think they were anywhere from like four to eight bucks, depending on the size and the color. Yeah, but you, you know, you, you how many drops did you use? For I used jar? like I used like maybe twelve drops. In Twelve a half, drops. Yeah, and I, I didn't even make a dent in the bottle. And so those bottles, I have an ink bottle right here, and I can tell you how many ounces is in it. It is, um, well, maybe. It's, no, it's two, it's, it's two ounces as well. It's on probably this the same one I have. How, which one's yours? Is I have the Higgins, Higgins yeah. one fluid ounce ounces? bottle. One fluid ounce. Yeah. Even if, even one fluid ounce. You know how many? You know how many jars of that you could fill up? I've made two. Gigantic thirty-two ounce bottles of ink wash now with with the black one, yeah. And I and I still have like eighty percent of the bottle left. Right, and you don't have to use Higgins; you could use whatever brand. That's a good one. I just I mean, use Higgins like, because I, I I'm familiar with the brand. Right, but yeah, you know, that there's going to be a ton of you could you could do gallon jugs of that stuff. Oh and, my god! You know, yeah. Yeah, with one little itty bitty bottle of India ink, so or or, or the uh, CPA ink or whatever color you choose. So you have you did that, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to cut in on you here with this. No, so go this for your it. Thing, but but the value of it is insane. I mean, you could you using all the colors that are available out there in the ink colors, because I know that there are you know going to art supply stores and stuff like that, and and I, I'm fascinated with art to that degree. And um, there's a lot of calligraphy colors out there and India or ink colors um, that you can get in small bottles. And you could come up with your own whole weathering system for mere small dollars and have tons of it for basically the lifetime. I'm guessing virtually the lifetime of your modeling. I mean, or damn close to it because. Yeah. So here's what I picked up. I got an isopropyl alcohol bottle, and I think that I got two bottles, 
32 32 ounce bottles and i think they were like a dollar 70 a piece uh just basic store brand yeah i got so there's four bucks i got uh the higgins sepia ink which is about i think it was like five dollars so we're up to Mm -hmm. nine and then i got uh a bunch of those i got a whole box of those ball um ball brand mason jars yeah but I got the small ones. Mm-hmm. I got the, uh, I got a dozen four ounce jars for $9. Oh, wow. So they're less than a buck a pop. Right. So I would bet that my four ounce jar of this stain that I just made probably mm-hmm. cost me about, I don't know, uh, a dollar yeah. total. Maybe not even a dollar. So I, yeah. I just made my own stain for a dollar. Um, wow. That's that's pretty cool. Now, you know, a lot of a lot of listeners out there they may have mason jars at their home already for canning and things that they do. Um, you know, during seasons if they, if they do their own gardening or or they have farming. Um, I mean, obviously they can they they can use the jars if they already have them, so save them there. But you know, the wife might not approve of you using all her mason jars. But uh, you know, it's you know that's a great idea, and what a great sealable way to put it on. Is this had the rubber seal gasket on top? Oh yeah, it's a mason jar. Yeah, so <laughs> that's great, and it, so it's going to seal up right. You're not going to worry about the evap on it. It won't. Yeah, it won't evap alcohol. And uh, you know, that's pretty. That's pretty neat. And, and you're going to do. You're going to show us uh, in an article or I'll have um, a maybe a video too. Yep. Yeah, I'll do a little tutorial on it. Yeah, now, I know you're now gonna I do will a say, I will say it's a little different than one the ones you buy. Right. Um a little bit different from the ones you buy, but overall I was pretty happy with the results. Oh that's well, I mean it's cool. I mean it's it's a it's a neat way to, to do it. And I haven't really heard much about that. Now I did do one where I have taken pigments and put them on directly on the boards and sprinkled them on with a brush, just like tapping the brush over over the wood. On, on such and then taking the alcohol and painting it uh, or taking it, the alcohol uh, clear alcohol and just putting it on there the ice purple alcohol and kind of painting through all that and moving it around to stain them but it's a lot of work that way here you're cutting that out and it's already mixed and you're just putting right. the brush in and applying it boom with no mess I don't have sprinkled dust all over my table all over my Tabletop nope. and or, it's my, in a sealed, or my workbench top. It's in a sealed gasket container, so the lid doesn't leak all over the place. And right, wow, oh, that's a, that's a, that's pretty cool. It's definitely pretty cool. And for the listeners out there that ever well, after he after Brett shows you how it's all done, you know, you guys can try this on your own. I mean, and and uh, you know, maybe save yourself a couple of bucks on on some staining. Uh, that's that's awesome, you know. And uh, I and, think that's. Yeah, like I said, so some of them, some of the commercial stains you can buy, um, are a little better as far as uh, they're there. I, I'm not well. They've mix, researched. So, it. so mixing your stain on your own is going to get mixed results. Yeah. So if you want something consistent, I would not recommend this because it takes a little bit of experimenting and a little bit of bravery to just start applying your own handmade mixes to your models. But for <laughs> for most of our people out there. They're probably up for that, so yeah. Um, just give it a shot, and if anything, I, th- I know we do. We have a ton of scrap wood laying around, 
Right. And I just tested yeah, I mean, it on I pieces. Would, I would I would never put it directly onto my model. No. Without well, testing it on I, some scrap. I tested it on my scrap on my scrap pieces too, but now I'm yeah. ready to put it on a model. So um, Oh wow. Anyways, that's so that's what I had going on. Um, that's well, my. I am involved with this Go uh, Customs and the and the Benchtime podcast with you, and I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm in. I am equally as intrigued as uh, to to check this out uh, myself because I really I saw your finished results, but I haven't seen how you do it, and I haven't seen how it was done. So I, I'm looking forward to reading it and. Well, seeing I, it. I I have been, and you've heard me talking about the last couple of days. I have been working on an article on how to do it. Um, but I've just been slammed busy the last, last few days. So I, uh, I neglected to post it, but it will be up very, 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 yeah, very soon. We have not done well with our posts. Um, I am going to be doing a post, um, uh, coming up here this weekend or by the end of the weekend, before the end of the weekend, I will also have a post up. I have a subject matter that I want to, I want to put up there. And, uh, so that's coming as well. Um, we have lacked back on our on our on our uh, blog posts, so uh, so we give, we'll give you a double whammy this weekend, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, hopefully, that'd be great. It might be yeah. a tri- it might be a triple whammy because I have uh, I, I I I the thing I'm struggling with on this bot this post is mm-hmm. a video. Ah, I have been wanting to do a video because I'm having trouble explaining how to do exactly what I did. Yeah. Without doing a video of how to do it. So maybe tomorrow night I'll pop a video up as well. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. So. But anyways, that's that's it. Um, That's what I've been working on. I've been kind of, ex- it's been experiment week as well as working on the Carolina Craftsman Kit. And I think if you guys hopped on any of our live videos, you saw it. If you haven't hopped on our live videos, um, over the weekend, my dad and I did two live Facebook videos, which had a ton of people checking it out, mm-hmm. and uh, we had some technical difficulties. We're not, we're not, we're we're pretty humble. We'll admit that we we're new with that. So, uh, yeah, uh, they're done on Facebook too. You got to keep in mind it was acting really quirky, but we were it was cool because we did a side by side. Brett went in first. He was working on his Carolina kit, and then I've been working with a kit as well, and uh, that I'm going to talk about here in a little bit, but. Um, he invited me in, and it split the screen, so you can see us both working on our workbenches at the same time. And it was a little weird because what it does is, it, for me, it cut down a little of my workspace of where I can actually uh, my camera will work on, or maybe I just need to work on my camera a little better. Um, but it, it was kind of neat, and then we can talk together while we're both working on it, and then all of our listeners jumped in. And I'm not, you know, it, it had 14,000 total views before the end of uh, the week. And I was impressed with that. And and uh, that's 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 pretty impressive. 14,000 people saw it. Now, at the time, you know, it was a couple hundred throughout the course of the evening. I was at five or 600 um, off and on throughout the evening. It might have been some of the same damn people. But um, it, it worked out great. It was a lot of fun. We stumbled around. And when we do that, and we plan on doing more of that, don't you think so, Brett? Yeah, oh yeah, we're going to do more live videos. And, and when we do this, you know, don't expect, not every time are we going to be on there, you know, giving you play-by-play. Um, we're going to be doing play-by-play as we work, but we're going to ad-lib it, you know, because we're basically doing our own fun work and we're just going to share it with you. It really isn't part of us giving any one specific 
tutorial. It's just us working on our building. So I might go from painting to, you know, bracing to rooftop, you know, all in the course of that hour, I might be jumping all over the place and Brett will probably be doing yeah, the same. There's no, there's no script. No, and there's no script. We're just doing it. We're just there doing what we would normally do that We really evening. don't know what we're doing. No. And, uh, and we just, you know, work on our own, work on our own shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what, yeah, that's what we're doing. And, and so, but we, you know, we're trying to share it with you guys. And, and then if we get it, yeah, while we're doing it, we're talking all the time because, uh, you know, I, I talk all the time. Oh, yeah, and, but it's it's fun. A lot of crazy shit happens. Yeah, uh, we explain what we're doing, too. Thing, we, we mess up on it. We, you know, one of us will goof up and it'll have a technical error or right. uh, or my crummy internet will come back into play yeah. or or one of us drops something and, and can't find a part or it's fun. It's it's <laughs> a lot of fun. So right. I think I think what we'll do before we do the next live video um, mm-hmm. Is we'll announce it on our Facebook page, right? Like a, a few hours before we're going to do one. Yep. And that way, if you like our Facebook page, you can if you give our Facebook page a like or you already like it, you'll get a notification of when we go live. Right. Um, that way, you won't miss the next one if you want to check them out. Yeah. See, that's great. And then, so it's um, uh. The participation in there is cool too because you, as a viewer from Facebook, can get on there and you can actually type us questions, and we'll glance up at our phone now and then as we're recording from our phones, and we can glance up and actually read your comments, and then we can try and combat comment back. And it might not be instantaneous; we might not see that damn thing for for twenty minutes. I, st- we're I try to working. stay on top of it pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we try to. So. I'm pretty um, good. I'm, I'll, I'll admit, I I take some pride in being on top of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, when he's in there, I am trying to monitor him if I'm not on. And this last week, it wasn't letting me post any comments up. Nobody could read my comments on there. But we're going to figure that out as well. That's all right. But that's a Facebook glitch, so something with the hell wrong with their program. But uh, The Russians. Anyhow, yeah, yeah, well, I'm not... Oh, I can say that. We might have some <laughs> Russian viewers out there. Oh, 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 we're sorry. We're sorry. Anyways, eh, they got a laugh out of that. You can't There's not laugh. some great la- milers. I've you already can't... seen a bunch of great milers from over there, man. You can't so, not laugh. You can't not laugh at that. That's just. No, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. We're, we're, we're just trying just to be. That. Whatever. Who cares? All right, moving yeah. on. If you, if you can't yeah, laugh at it. that, if you can't laugh at that, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Find um, another podcast, man. Okay. Anyways, cool. So, uh,. We love Ovechkin. How about that? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, this week I love Ovechkin. Ah. Oh, so. Anyways, cool. So, um, I know. So that's what I've been working on. I've been seeing you work on, uh, and uh, our people on our Facebook page have probably been seeing right. a bunch. A pretty cool kit. Want you to talk about that a little bit? Well, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a it's a cool little kit, and it was sent to me um as a test a test build, um, by um, Kenny Crump of Casey's uh, workshop and uh, Casey's workshop has, uh, you know, does a kit manufacturer and he does amazing, nice kits out there. We've done some of his before. Brett did the blue slipper. I did another one of his, um, the, uh, what the heck was it? Uh, um, the, uh, Bob's bait and beer. Yeah. And, um, you know, so this one here is called Goober's garage. 
and he sent it to me to, to build so we can give him feedback and uh, uh, you know about how it's built and everything else. And it wasn't given for free. I mean, we're going to talk it up. And, and you know, it, it was, yes, we're building it, but we're doing it so we can promote it here for him on the show. Not so much promote, but just, you know, talk about it. So let you guys know that, you know, it's out there and it's a great kit. And, uh, you know, we'll let you know how it yeah, works we're for getting, us. We're trying to, you know, we're, we're, we're helping Kenny out by helping right. him, A, kind of, you know, work the kinks out on a new kit, and B, right. um, just get it out there. We enjoy it's working a, it's with a great we enjoy, crit- And we enjoy his stuff. It, it, Kenny's got some awesome stuff. Yeah. And um, like I said, it's, it's a good little kit at a great little price. It just went on sale the other day um, that I'm aware of. It's, uh, I don't, I'm pretty sure he's getting ready or he has shipped some out already. But um, I'm sure you go, go to uh, Casey's workshop to his webpage and go and check it out. Definitely check it out and uh, or any of his other models. Anyways, I'll tell you a little bit about the kit. It is a garage. Like, a, like you're, like you're, I don't know, um, any any um, rural area garage or even a city, I guess you could you know, put in a city. Um, but it's, it's just a single story type building with a garage. It's all cinder block, which is kind of cool. You don't see it's a, it's laser cut on, on basswood, but it's cinder block, uh, is etched into the basswood and it has a really, really realistic, um, cinder block look to it. And, and I'm really liking it. It has, yeah, the cutout windows. So on one of the windows, I kind of use the cutout piece with the cinder block on that and inset it just a little bit to make it look like one of the windows is blocked up. Um, it's it's a neat kit. It's got a lot of neat features. It's got um, you know, the windows are nice. I'm painting it. I uh, painted the windows red. The top half of the building is red. And then the lower half of the building, I left looking like unpainted cinder block. And the reason I did that, and that's what I, I, you know, I'm going to weather it up a little bit too here. But um, the reason I did that is because you don't see a whole lot of wood structured kits that are, you know, you see some in brick and everything, and I know there there might be some out there already, and I think Kenny even has another one that does have some cinder block on it as a foundation, but this one's neat. It is, the building itself is cinder block, and it's it's just like those cinder block garages you see, like small gas stations and everything, and it's basically a gas station garage. Um, I love it. It's got a little side uh, structure building on it, um, like a little overhang kind of, um, side annex building, uh, a really neat roof. Uh, he gives you a roof card. It's kind of like on, um, mat board and, um, it's got, it's neat. It has, um, spots on the roof that'll be opened up where the, where the, uh, the tar paper has ripped up. And then you'll be able to see exposed boards on it. And they're kind of slit into the top of this rooftop with, the little holes for, um, you know, like your, like your knot holes and such, uh, that would be in pieces of wood. That's and pretty cool. And it's really neat. There, it looks like boarding underneath, and I'm gonna stain that with a like a a, a neat wood stain uh, onto that because I think it'll take the stain real well, being that it's a mat board. Um, then there's a thinner mat board that he uses, um, and you'll see him in the. Uh, uh, several other kit manufacturers do it as well, but they etch it into a a, a brownish light, no, like a like a a beige or a beige colored uh, strip wood, 
And these are neat because they're 3M uh, backing. So these strip, these it's not strip wood. I mean, um, mat board. Um, but they, the garage doors are all done, and the and the front door are all done on these on this stuff, and it's self adhesive. Well, it's, it's got the self adhesive backing on the back of it, so um, it's a three process assembly. Uh, there's several different types of doors you can try. Uh, three different, I think there might be three different types of doors here we can play around with, or two. There's two, I guess. Um, but they're really, really cool. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to building this and detailing this out. I know. Uh, I've been loving seeing your progress photos. Yeah, I mean, I tried some stuff, and I, I'm going to tell you, I had a failure. I mean, part of this show is about uh, explaining what works for us and what doesn't work for we us. We mess up a lot. Right. And, and, uh, <laughs> We're and not so per- I, far from perfect. Exactly. I mean, and, and I was a little frustrated with that. And the kit fits together very well. All the pieces fit in real nice together. Um, I decided I was going to paint the lower half white. Okay. First, I painted it gray with a rattle can. And then I put the mortar in with a spackling, um, a dap spackling, a white mortar, put it in, rubbed in real nice. And the walls looked amazingly good. I mean, they they looked like real gray cinder blocks, uh, just in miniature. It was like perfect. And I painted the top portion, maybe four blocks down, all bright, uh, like a, uh, it's called Santa Red, uh, made by, I don't know who makes it, what, which paint company that is. One of the, uh, one of the, uh, either, oh, what the hell, um, Apple Barrel? Folk Art or Americana. I think it's Americana. And okay. they make a thing called Santa Red. So I used that, and, uh, that turned out good. But, uh, and I kept, and I put that over top of the gray and the mortar. And then what my idea was, was once I put it on, I'll, I'll, and I lost Brett for a moment there. So I'm calling him back. I lost, But I yeah. put that over top of the mortar, and we'll get to talking here. Yo, I don't want to happen, but I lost you. That's okay, man. We're keeping it going. So All I right. put that over the, I put that over the, uh, the red paint over the mortar and the, and the gray paint that's permanent uh, from the spray rattle can, and I I decided I was going to put some tape on it, uh, masking tape, actually a scotch tape, ma- uh, scotch magic tape. And I put that over top of it and left it on there for like 30 seconds and then uh, s- ripped it off and see how much paint I could get to peel off of it to make it look like the paint was old and peeling off of the cinder block walls. We've all seen that. Yeah. And, well, at first it looked pretty decent, uh, but it wasn't coming up in places I wanted it to. And now I'm panicking. So then I started kind of scra- trying to scratch some of it away. But I didn't want to do it where I scratched the wood. So that was looking a little sloppy. And then I thought, okay, well, I got it kind of where I want it. And and then I put the white paint down below. I masked off what, when the red was dry. I masked it off. Put the white paint over the gray brick. And same kind of thing was happening. And I wasn't happy with it. It wasn't. It wasn't looking like peeled paint. It just looked like it looked like you handed, like I handed my three-year-old granddaughter uh, <laughs> a paintbrush and said, "Go to town on it." You know, paint it whatever color you want, honey. Okay, that that's what it looked like when it was done. And 
Yeah, you know, no offense to my granddaughter, I'm sure she's no, but I, I, I see improvement in her coloring. Okay, <laughs> however, it was looking like one of the coloring books at her grandfather's house here. That uh, you know, you open up the page and the, the, it's all over the place, and and that, the line was perfect, separating the red and the white. So what I did was I removed all that paint, and it remarkably removed it down to make it look like uh, it looked. Even the the gray center block with the white mortar came right back out again, and it looked remarkably like it actually better than what it did before I painted it white, huh. um, because it left little itty bit, a couple little bitty white, like a white dusty look on some of them, and not a lot of them, but a kind of like that calcium look on a on a yeah, center block. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, just kind of lucked into that. Um, the red. The red, uh, I put, I reapplied the red and just kind of, uh, um, cause I wanted that, that now it looks like it's like a more of a new building. When I weather it, that will look a little more dull, a little more used, won't be necessarily having the peeling effect. I put some signs on it. It comes with some signs. He's got some really neat signs. I'm, uh, putting some extra signs on of my own, um, garage type signs, that type of thing. Lots. That's a neat thing about garages and gas stations is you can get super duper creative with them um, because there's so much out there. And, you know, for us modeling the thirties and forties, there was a lot of stuff in the 1930s and forties, different types of gas that people aren't really familiar with uh, different, you know, different gas companies that are out there. Uh, and have since gone by the, a lot you know, of cool old vintage stuff. Yeah. Old vintage stuff. And there's a ton of, there's a ton of resources out there on Google, you know, image search and stuff like that. When you, you look up uh, vintage gas signs, and you'll 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 find them. I mean, it's it's great. So I've been I've been working with that, putting the signs on. Uh, what else comes with this kit? A really cool billboard on top. One of those ones with the you know the the letters that are already cut out, and they, they cut, look like they're floating in the air. But they have like the the neat uh, you know um, the billboard has a, it's a neat already laser cut billboard assembly for the backing and the support. And it's it's a basic four piece assembly, but instead of having to put all your cross beams on and everything else, man, he went the extra mile and it's done for you. It's laser cut for you. It looks badass. It really does. The um um, but it, it I, I know this is gonna look cool. You know, now the sidewall it has a it has a center piece where the gas pump will be. Um, like a, an island, like your gas pump island. It's made It's made to look like a piece of concrete, that's all, uh, in the laser-cut wood. Um, you know, there, there's just a lot of cool details to it. Um, he gives you a nice set of castings, some tires, a gas pump, uh, all white metal castings. Um, there's, there's, here's some wheels and piles of junk that you would find. Even a, even a work table on two that's sitting on two uh barrels uh 55 gallon drum barrels it looks like a work table with some some uh you know um i guess motor i don't know anything about mechanics but it looks like uh, it looks <laughs> like some shit. kind of a grinder and some other crap on there uh some tanks and things like that uh looks like a uh some kind of a um a it's mechanic air, shit. Air compressor. It's neat. Yeah. And it comes in there. It's a nice assortment. And there's also ticky windows and doors that he puts in. Well, ticky windows. 
and uh, they're, they're Titchy. Titchy, I guess they're called. Titchy. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the kit. I am going to be sharing a lot of this kit as I build it, um, on especially over this weekend. I have some time this weekend. I plan to try and wrap it up by the end of the weekend. Um, I will. That'll be blog post number four if I get her done by that time. And uh, so we'll be jamming that into the blog post. But I'm also going to be doing some live stuff with that, um, posting photos of it as I go. It'll be a busy weekend with stuff on there. Um, and that's all part of Goober's Garage. So, it turned um, out sweet. Oh, it's turning out sweet. It's turned out sweet. There's a couple. There's one wall that I didn't match up real good on the corners. And there's some paint specs, uh, little paint spots I want to kind of touch up on. But I am going to do some cool weathering effects with my AK Interactive um, uh, uh, green, uh, they call it slimy green, dark and light on these on these concrete gray blocks. It won't make them green, but it'll give them that like a slight mildew look on some of them, especially the lower ones. Um, it's it's going to be it's going to be kind of cool, like the you know the, you know how you get the uh, algae on the side of your of your house or on blocks and things. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to do something along that uh, along that lines. So I'm going to have some fun with this and uh, really weather it up good. Um, yeah, it's uh, I'm looking forward to it. So that's that's my thing for this week. Uh, and and I wanted to you know I wanted you to learn learn that sometimes we make mistakes. We think that the paint's going to look good in one spot. Sometimes you can remove it with success, like I did. Sometimes you cannot, and um, you know it's. It's a crapshoot on that, and, and you, you know, never know until you until you try right. it. That's right. So, like I said, you, you have to play and toy with things. Um, but if you don't try it and you don't attempt things, you won't know. And uh, but it's it's like I said, it it all came out for the best. And um, you know, but like I said, when you know when you do things, make sure you think them through step by step. And I didn't at first, and uh, and, now, and the other thing I try to do. When I'm trying something new, and that's, uh-huh. and I've done it now because we have the blog and we have, we're trying to document and everything. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't have what we do and, and you don't have a blog or anything, mm-hmm. take pictures of what you're doing as you do it. Yeah. And that way, if you ever want to do it again or replicate it, you kind of have some reference. Cause I know there's been some times where I'll, I'll, I'll even think about like, oh, how did I do that last time? Right. And, if you have some pictures of it or you, heck if you even share it on one of the model railroading groups, you'll have a record of what you did. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's a great idea. It, it kind of documents what you're doing if you're experimenting with stuff. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. The peeling the tape, putting the tape on the, on the acrylic paint and then tearing it off. It does give you a peel paint effect. It did on here too. It just didn't look right on block. It, it's, it's, it's easier to make that look great on like wood things that are made to look like wood but things that are made to look like block eh, not so much you know it's a little tougher it's a different kind of thing i'm gonna try and see if i can find a way to do it in the future um i just don't want to do it on kenny's kid i want it to look nice you know so um that's that's uh that's what i have on that so cool well I um I'm gonna switch it up and I'm gonna go over to my tool this week. Let's so, do that. Oh, and real quick, you can get the kit that we're talking about uh, from Goobers, uh, Goobers mm-hmm. Garage. Not from Goobers. Goobers is not a manufacturer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can get the kit we're talking about from Casey's Workshops, uh, CaseyWorkshops.com. 
uh, he uh, he has the kit. It's Goober's Garage, like we were talking about. I think it just went up for sale, and it's not a bad price. So, and and you covered that earlier when you were talking mm-hmm. about it in the beginning. But I just wanted to reclarify that you can get on um, um, Casey's workshop on his website and pick up Goober's Garage now. And if yeah. you want to kind of see how it's great to see the pictures on his website of you know the finished product. But if you want to mm-hmm. check out how we've been building it and how my dad's been going through everything with with his build. Uh, head on over to our Facebook page and check it out before you buy it. Um, right. It's, and we'll, it's, be putting it, we'll be putting stuff up there this weekend. Yeah, and you'll do it. And when we're you're finished, I'm sure you'll do a write-up about it like I did uh, with, I will definitely with a blue do that. slipper. So, yep, um, most certainly. Cool. Well, I'm going to talk about my tool of the week, which it really isn't a tool, but it's kind of a tool. It's more of a storage item. Mm-hmm. I bought, I talked about it earlier when I was talking about making my weathering pigments, but I got the um, four-ounce ball. Um, the ball brand um, mason jars. Yeah, and I'm I'm planning to use them for more make more uh, of the storage of my custom stains that I'm making. Right. But I've also been I've bought them previously in the past, and now I have a 12 pack of them. But I also use them to store little parts. Um, on my with whether it's layout parts or little pieces or I put people like unpainted people in them. They're just good containers to have because they stay dry. Everything stays in place. The lid seals. You don't have to worry about water or moisture or whatever getting into them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, 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 they're just easy. Now they're glass. So you got to be careful, a little bit more careful with them. Can't drop them. But, um, you know, I have one that has just the connectors for the, for the, the rail. Yeah. I have one that just has, a. Uh, the little spikes that we've been using to, to, to tack the, the train tracks to the, to the roadbed or to the plywood. Okay. Um, and I've just been putting a ton of little parts in them too. So that's my tool of the week. I picked them up, mine up at target. I know you can order them online. You can get them, you can get Mason jars everywhere, but I've been using Mason jars just to store stuff. They're easy to stack. You, you know, you don't have to worry about the lid getting loose or weird or losing a seal on it. Especially if you're trying to seal things like, um, if you're mixing like custom paint colors and you don't, and you want to kind of preserve that paint a little longer, this mm-hmm. won't dry. It won't dry out as fast. You can keep it a little longer. So that's what I, that's my, that's my tool of the week slash storage item. Uh, that's great. And you know, like you said, um, you, you can use them for just about anything. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You can use them for dry stuff or paints or yeah. alcohol Store washes. Paints or, if you mix them or if you make too much paint. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So what's your so, tool? My tool is an eyedropper. Okay, and uh, it and I my eyedropper. Uh, I was gonna go out and get one, but then my wife said, "No, no, no." She just emptied some kind of medicine. I don't know, was it a cold medicine or what the hell? I don't know what the hell it was. Uh, she said it was medicine <laughs> for the dog. Before the show, I asked her where the hell she got this thing. She said it was medicine for the dog or cat or something. Uh, one of the pets was on some kind of medication that we had to use an eyedropper for at some point. The jar was empty, and she she took this jar and or the the I guess the eyedropper that fits down into it and it screws on. Uh, she took it out, and it has a measurement thing on the side. It's like it's when you're at the, it's like when you're at the beach in Jersey, and a syringe washes up on shore. You don't ask where the pipe yeah. came from. Yeah. You don't yeah. ask where the syringe <laughs> came from. You just yeah, Just I don't know if this it. was in the dog's ears or nose <laughs> or where it was. I had no clue. I don't. I don't stick. Don't stick it in your mouth. I would, wouldn't after a couple times of using it, anyways, <laughs> because because you're putting other chemicals into it. But 
I use it. Um, it's really nice. It's got the little rubber squeeze thing on the back end. Um, I've used it countless times over the last year um, for picking up. If I need to add water to my, uh, I generally use it for that. We're adding water. I have a, I have a paintbrush washing dish, and I'm sure we all have it. Whether it be a coffee mug or whatever you put your water in to wash your acrylic paints out of your brush. Um, but I have like a little. I have a little metal dish I got at the art supply place and it has a screen on the inside that you can lift out and you can run your brushes over that and the screen helps take the paint off. Um, and then it's got this little wire rack thing over it. It's like, like, it looks like a giant spring and you can put your brushes up in that to dry. By the way, that thing sucks and it does not hold a brush. Okay. They, they, they're up there for about, and they think, I looks really cool. And I tried it out and it's up there for about 15 minutes and you start working on your model and all of a sudden you hear these paint brushes falling out of the damn thing. Okay. So it doesn't really hold brushes very well that I've been able to find. But anyways, I go over there and I get my water out of there. Even if it's, I've even taken dirty water. Now, I wouldn't use pink water, which I have in here now from washing out red paint. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I'll just go in there, get a little water out of there, and go over and mix it into my paint. And uh, the eyedropper is great. Now you could use a, a you might want to just use a clean bottle or a clean thing of water. Yeah, um, I, I always keep a, a half empty. Like sometimes you drink water bottles at your house and you may not finish the whole damn thing. Right. Rather than pour it out in the sink, bring it in, sit it down on your workbench or near your workbench somewhere so, and reuse that spring water. Uh, and I'll use my little plastic bottle of spring water and I'll refresh my water from it. And uh, or I'll just take my eyedropper and stick it in there and, and uh, take out whatever water I need and get a nice clean water out of it. Um, but the eyedropper is pretty cool. I also suggest and um, or is using the pipettes. They look like eyedroppers. They're long plastic plas- plastic things that you can get. You're going to have to get them. I, I checked. You can't get them at, at Michael's anymore or some of the other craft store- stores. They've dropped them, um, which is fine because they were ripping people off anyways. They wanted, like, you get, like, five or ten of them and they, they charge you like seven or eight dollars for them yeah of course and it's it's probably five times more than you should pay for it yeah because you can go on to amazon or to uh ebay or one of those places online and you can order like a hundred of them for like six dollars so, or something like that it's 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 ridiculous and right. it's uh, just like everything else we found on amazon uh by the way we love amazon yeah <laughs> and uh <laughs> and and i'm not that I'm trying to say you shouldn't support your local stores, but at the same time, uh, if you can order bulk quantities of things you're you're gonna use up, yeah, online, and it's gonna cost you cents compared to a, a few dollars a pop because you're getting right. them from a different store. Like, yep. go go all of all day, go that way. Yeah. Now I don't I don't use Amazon as much because I, I don't have that membership thing or whatever. We I just don't bought, have the- we just bought toilet paper on Amazon. Yeah, but, I used but, to have the membership. We didn't use it enough, so I didn't renew. But well, we I, accidentally I get the same results out of eBay. So we accidentally paid for a whole year because uh, mm-hmm. I forgot to cancel it. So right. I figured, <laughs> what the hell? I paid for it. I'm gonna until I have until December 28th, and I'm gonna use the hell out of it. <laughs> well, like I said, you can get them on eBay or Amazon. They're little. They're pipettes. So what they are are. They're disposable after a while. You can use them for a little while and you just toss them out when they get all funky and everything. But 
Um, I, I use them. You can use them for p mixing paint colors. Okay. So you get a true drop out of it. Now, I, I save the eyedropper for water only. Okay. Um, or, or maybe alcohol, like, uh, the isopropyl alcohol. If I need to add a couple drops. This way you can get a nice measured drop instead of trying to squeeze it out of a paint jar, uh, where it sometimes will, will run out and you get up, end up with more drops than you want. Right. The pipe vets are nice because I can get measured drops out and mix my paint with them. And uh, if I want, you know, that, they're really nice. And then you don't have to worry about cleaning them out or whatever. They're cheap enough. You just toss the damn thing. After a while, you just toss them out, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. You can clean them up, too. You can reuse them. Yeah, like everything, while. probably. For a you get, while. You'll get a few uses out of it. Yeah, exactly. But they're nice. I like using them. I think they're a huge help for milers. Um, unfortunately, some of the art stores are doing away with them because people don't, people at this, I don't know, maybe it's something with the art world. They don't know how to use them or don't know what to use them for. And they just kind of hung there. They told me they weren't <laughs> selling them. So maybe, maybe they just didn't, they didn't work for uh, artists. I don't know, but they work real well for mile railroaders that, that like to mix a lot of paints. And uh, I, I, I would recommend them, you know, uh, myself. So that's that's my tool. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, you have a small detail part. I do. It is. So let me dig it out here real quick. I'm not prepared. It is a water tank, rooftop water tank, and it is. It's a detail. I should. I should kind of rename the segment. It's not a detail part. It's kind of a detail kit. Um, mm -hmm. So with the Carolina Craftsman kit that I'm doing, the Tucker Factory, within the kit was another kit. And it is a awesome little uh, water tank, rooftop water tank. And I I love going on Pinterest or Google or whatever and looking up old city skylines. You know, you look up an old Chicago or old New York yeah. or any any old city and you and you see these skylines on these old city skylines that are filled with these rooftop water tanks. Yeah. And it's just something you don't see in many modern as as many modern day cities. I think they're you know. And why you, is that? Why why do they have those on there? I I think I know the reason. You know, well, I I watched. So I'm an expert on it because I watched a episode of Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe. Please share. <laughs> well, because I watched one episode of Dirty Jobs with Mike Dirty Rowe. Dirty Jobs I think, rocks. I think I know everything about it now. But I think <laughs> I think the problem was at one point in time the the public water, um. And I don't, this is probably way wrong. I'm probably way off on this. So I'm not claiming to know exactly why, but the water systems at the time couldn't pump water high enough. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't they couldn't even know. get to above a third story from what I understood. Yeah. They couldn't get water high enough with the pressure. Mm -hmm. So, so somehow they got it in this water tank. And and it would and it would uh it would come down down through the rest of the building that couldn't get it up high enough with the um the the, the lower water pressure. Is that what you think? Is that what that's you heard? Exactly what I. That's exactly everything. But how they get the water in the tank? Is it all rainwater? Because that's disgusting. <laughs> Shit, I don't know, man. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't know why. I've often wondered that. How's the that's kind of gross. In if you can't so, get the water pressure to go up to it, what the hell's the sense of the tank up there? It's like full of bird shit because it's like coming off the <laughs> rain. I don't know, but either way, uh, well, we're there's not, a top on it, right? There's a top on it, yeah. 
So how's the water get into unless, it? Unless there's like a special pump that pumps it from the city water supply up to that. Yeah, maybe I, that may very I well be. I don't know. I'm not an expert on it. If that's it's, the case, why can't they get into the rest of the damn house? <laughs> why don't they put more pumps in the building? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to have to read more into that, I think. But well, that's cool. I like the way they look Either too, way. Man. I don't know everything about what I don't know anything about water tanks except they go on the roof and uh, and they're gravity fed. But I think they look awesome on old cities and it's you don't see when you look at old city skylines and more it you know thirties, forties, twenties, and back. Mm-hmm. You see a bunch of them. There's a ton of them. Right. And uh, so this this anyways we're gonna get back onto the segment here. Please do the uh, the kit is the Rooftop water tank CCK zip kit, um, and it's a kit number nineteen, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a rooftop water tank, and I I think you can get just that part on his website on CarolinaCraftsmanKits.com, right? Uh, but since it is a kit, it you know I it well let me let me back it up. It is a kit, but since it's a kit within this bigger kit that I'm doing. To me, it's a detail part because it it's a it's a it's a very unique thing that I'm able to add to this building. So um, that's my detail part. It is actually a kit, but it's pretty small. It's about two and a half or three inches tall by one inch by one inch square. Yeah, um, and it's awesome. It's a little tedious. I watched you build it on our live on our. If live, you were uh, on our live video, you were yeah. able to watch me assemble it. Yeah. Um. Actually, it was not fun just... hearing you grumble about the strings on the side that you used. Oh, for... those strings <laughs> gave me a nightmare. Yeah, but they look nice now, you know? It looks good. You know, I weathered yeah. them a little bit. I made them look rusty because it's supposed to not look like string. It's supposed to look right. like a cable. Right. And being out in the elements, a steel cable is going to get rusty, especially sure. with the, the little, I don't know what they're called, the connectors. What are they called? Uh, I don't know. Band. I don't know what they are. Uh, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to read this real quick, and they I can't. tighten the bands. Up. They these tighten yeah, the bands. tighteners or tension yeah. pieces, tension, tension, yeah. tension thingers. But uh, <laughs> you know, it. it uh, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm butchering the name of this little thing. Those little tiny pieces. But <laughs> no, it's an awesome little detail part. It's also yeah. a kit on its own. But in in what I'm working on now, it's I'm considering it a detail part just because it adds a whole bunch of extra character to the roof. Right. Uh, that's what, awesome. What about you? I, uh, this last week, and you can catch this on our, one of the live videos I did. It's up on our Facebook page, uh, our Facebook group page, our Facebook page. Spit um, it out. So anyhow, um, it's homemade tires, car tires. So I'm doing this garage, right? Uh, I thought some tires would be, you know, pretty cool to have. And um, you can go out and buy tires. And you get like, I don't know, five or six of them in a bag. And we've talked about this with many other small parts. Right. And uh, you get five or six cost, for... They cost $8 for yeah, or something like six that. tires. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying all the companies charge that much, but they're, they're, you know, it's more than you need to. So I bought this tubing, okay? Uh, and I went to the hardware store in Shippensburg, a little, little downtown hardware store inside of true value or any chain nah, thing. It's a, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's a dinky okay. little place. Yeah, I love it. It's great. It's a neat little country hardware store. It's the best kind store. of hardware store. Oh, it is great. So I went in there and... you walk. I it's found, the kind of place where you walk in and you're looking for like 
whatever you're looking for, that rubber hose, and you walk rubber out hose. with ten other things. Right. I got black rubber hose, quarter inch <laughs> diameter, and I'm and I took it up to a Sylvan uh, and a Jordan model uh, tire, and it is the exact same diameter, and uh, which is awesome because uh, you know your HO skill kit car kits and things that are out there, uh, you want it to look, you want your tires and things like that, you lay around in piles or in alleyways and things like that. Um, you know, I wanted it to look the same diameter. Well, it's a quarter-inch black rubber tubing, and it looks like the kind of tubing you have on the back inside your toilet tank on the, on the fill valve. It looks like that. Okay, okay. it's pretty cool. Um, uh, the old styles do that. I don't know if the new ones now. These newfangled ones may not have that, but um, I bought that, and it came on a reel. They had other sizes too, and I'm going to go back, and I'm going to get the next size up to make for truck tires, but. Um, these are perfect size for car tires, and I took my chop it, um, my my the chopper that I have. It's a the, the wood base uh, with the razor blade handle, and it's called the chopper, made by Northwest Shorelines. And I would feed the wire, uh, the wire, the tubing. Um, I set the chopper with a um, uh, with the. Uh, the black piece on it that lets you measure out exactly each time right. you pull it down the same size. And I made tires about as thick as they would need to be for the 1930s and 40s. They had thinner tires on those cars. And um, and I just started chopping away with a nice new razor blade. And I just kept chopping away. And literally, I got six foot of this tubing. Cost me six and a half foot, actually, it was. Uh, which is way too much to, to, tubing for tires. Um, it, it cost me $7. Okay. You have enough $7. tubes to make like. <laughs> you know. I have enough tubing that I could literally make. I, I'm guessing. We should just make a scrapyard full of tires. I, I bet. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. I, I bet I get 1,500 tires out of this. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I mean, it's a lot of tires. And when you, when it's neat when they come out, they look just like real tires. Now they're not gonna have white walls on them, you know. <laughs> You're not getting that, and I dare you to paint them on, okay? But um, I think that should be your next uh, your next challenge. Maybe a stamp. Maybe you can make yourself a, a white stamp. So, hey, of some there type you go. And stamp them on. Anyhow, you. Uh, but yeah, who cares about that? You know, it, it it's gonna sit in a junk pile anyway, so it wouldn't have had much white wall left, and. It, so, so you cut them, and then you, I figured out, too, and you'll be able to see this on the video, um, that if you take some sandpaper or a emery board and you go around the shiny outside edge, you can doll that up a little bit. You can also take some uh, uh, rubbing alcohol or some kind of harsher uh, you know, alcohol-type chemical and put it around the outside, and it'll also take some of that finish off, that rubber finish and uh, that shinier black finish. It's not too shiny anyways, but, you know, if you're going to lay them around the pile, you want them to look old and used. And, or if you need new tires, like for the garage here, I'll put some new tires in the front and old tires in the back. But I'm going right. to make some tire piles. And, and like, literally um, too longer than it took me, shorter than it took me to tell you this whole story, I cut uh, maybe a hundred tires. 
It's insane. <laughs> like, it was, and they look great, man. They look, they actually looked as good as the ones that you get, uh, you know, from from out of that, you know, from out of a little baggie. So from a manufacturer, I thought they did. And uh, you can get online, check them out, and uh, it, it, yeah, they look pretty cool. So, um, I was really happy with it. So that was my small part. And there's a there's a segment on there on video that you can check out how I did it. And I was just bored one afternoon, turned on the camera, and went to it. So that's no, good. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. So it's rubber quarter inch rubber tubing. Awesome. So and you can buy. I, I you know probably bought too much, but still, probably. Yep. So that kind of wraps a lot of this cast up. I a couple things I wanted to add today. Yeah. Um, we have a contest winner from last week's contest model contest for our first ever contest. Um, that was Ken Anderson. It was a wonderful. It was a wonderful kit. A uh, kit. Uh, uh, it was a scratch built structure. Um, he won. He uh, is getting a T-shirt and a mug, a T-shirt of his choice. He wanted an orange T-shirt, and that has all been he sent went out with our to colors. him. Yes, and hopefully he got it by now. Um, I'll, I'll, I should check with him on that. But um, it's um, he did a mine called Feldspar Mine, and uh, it is outstanding. It's, it's really well done. Um, I want to give him kudos to that, and thank you for participating and thank you to the other participants as well for yours there was a couple other ones and i won't you know i won't mention them right now but um but they were just um they were actually uh they were they were really nice and it, it was a, it was a tough choice between like three or four of them um uh, ken's uh i felt he put so much time into and uh the details on every square inch of it were insane um, he had a little bit of everything going on in that mine, including hand laid track, um, for the mine cars. It was, it was cool. Um, he did a great job. Uh, thank you to him and thank you to all of you for participating. We will do another one at some point in, in during the year. Um, uh, but that was a lot of fun for our first ever contest. Uh, yeah, congratulations to Ken, uh, upcoming guests. Um, I want to talk about that a little bit. I'm not giving any names. It's a surprise. But I have, over the next, well, Brett and I together have contacted a bunch of uh, great people in the, in the hobby, modelers, and a lot of, uh, it's, it's going to be over the next, pretty much through July and into August, it looks like. Yeah. Um, a lot of our weeks are going to be filled with guests. And these are, it's a who's who of this hobby and fine scale modeling and we're pretty uh, excited it, it you you guys we're gonna rock your world with it i'm not kidding you i'm really happy about this and and uh we got some we got some great great guests coming up and even a returning guest or two coming back oh yeah uh, we'll have we'll have a few people back but um, uh i i will tell you there's like six or seven that we haven't had on the show before and they they're it's just they're they're incredible modelers there's some uh, um, people that um, have their have um, ma- you know kit manufacturing companies that type of thing. So you, it's a good mix, and there's going to be some awesome guests. I'm really looking forward to it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. In. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're excited about it. So um, that's and that's it. I, I just wanted to pump you up. Pay attention. 
we'll announce you know you know well i don't know if we'll announce them ahead of time or not but now but uh now you'll have to tune in to find out i think i I like that idea tune in to find out tune in to find out sure but uh but no it'll be good it'll be a lot of fun uh the next few fridays in a row you're gonna experience uh a lot yeah. of different guests. You're going to be able to hear a lot of different guests, a lot of different takes on the hobby, different techniques. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I did enjoy, again, going back to our... Uh, we had a bunch of interviews in a row, and it was kind of fun to go back to just us two again. Um, yeah. It's been so, a star-studded shows with uh, our guests so far. Right. But, but mean, it's, but it's also awesome been... Ones. It was fun tonight just to do an old... Like a kind of a throwback episode where it's just us on the podcast. So... Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And, I like that because we need to do that, and, and, and I think that's important that we that we'll do that from time to time. Uh, in between, yeah. we're gonna do we're gonna put some of our own into there. So right, but uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I think we are gonna sign off for that as usual. Hit us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, you name it. Social media avenue, we're on there. Uh, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash hoscale custom. Help keep the lights on. Help us grow. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there's some cool prizes. You get some mugs. You get a bench time mug. I know a bunch of our users have got a bunch of our listeners have gotten bench time mugs, and they put pictures. They posted pictures of a uh, their coffee mug on the layout or on their workbench as they were working. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. I'm gonna sign off for the night. I have not eaten dinner yet, and it's late. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna grab a bite to eat and probably fall asleep. So. Um, all right, I'm going to get to work on my model a little bit, and then I'm going to watch some TV with your mom. Uh, to all you fine-scale freaks, thank you very much. Have a great right. night. Cool. See you later.